Hello, you're listening to I'm Not That Old, Lady, and welcome. I'm Teresa Sayers. I live on a farm in Minnesota, USA. And I will try to figure out why we are so obsessed with age and aging. Be advised, some language may not be appropriate for all listeners. There may be some profanity that is not beeped out. This podcast is for informational purposes only. You should seek your own professional counseling advice if you feel the need. Oswald Vargas is a licensed marriage and family therapist practicing in California. He has 10 years experience in individual and family counseling. Oz, as he's known to his friends, has generously agreed to give us insight into why we feel as we do. I think you'll easily understand why I am so thrilled to add his expertise to the podcast. Here he is. This call is being recorded. Hello. Hello. Hello, hey, my friend. How are you? Good. Oh, I'm doing Good. wonderful. I'm doing wonderful. How are you? Good. The weather broke and it's beautiful today. Oh, that is awesome. That's yeah. awesome. It's gorgeous. Windows yeah, open, are... low humidity, oh. 75 degrees. It's perfect. Oh, that's perfect. That's perfect weather. I love mid-70s, my ideal temperature. Yep. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, yeah, right here, we, we had 90s all week. Today was not as hot, so we're like the low 90s still, but not as hot as this whole week, so there's some hope. Mm. There's some hope. Yeah. Okay. Nineties hot to me, but okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I'll never forget the first time I went to the East Coast. Um, I flew to New York, and uh, the company that I was traveling with, um, you know, I had to call ahead um, to make reservations for the for the people to pick me up and whatnot. And uh, right. I've never been, so I'm asking the lady, uh, "Hey, so what's the weather gonna be like?" I didn't know what to wear. Uh, right. And she's like, oh, sweetheart, um, it's not that cold. She's like, it's, it's about 30. And, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm looking at her like, uh, lady, I'm from Southern California. Anything less than <laughs> 70, I'm freezing. Well, what do you mean it's not that cold? <laughs> no, 30 is wonderful. 30 is not cold. 30 below, right. that's different. <laughs> right. We, we're kind of spoiled that way over here. Um yeah, we, we went to Utah with the family um, last year, and uh, I'd never been in negative two weather in my life. It was negative two. <laughs> I, was, I just, I'm like, this is not real. Like, how can anybody <laughs> survive this? No. <laughs> you just got to dress for it. You got to keep your head and your feet warm and dry, and everything in the middle will take care of itself. Yeah, but it's like even like cold, you know, the clothes that we have in Southern California for winter doesn't have a chance with, you know, that weather, right? No. You have to buy clothes from there. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, my, my yeah. winter clothes were a joke. 
like, <laughs> like <laughs> right. <laughs> yes, yeah. we have seasonal clothing here, and it's 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 a progression back and forth and back and forth because we have it all. It can be. I've been in forty below weather. Ooh. Oh yeah. yeah, forty below. Yeah. That's without the yeah. wind chill, and then it can also get yeah. above a hundred here. So it's it's that, about a hundred and fifty degree swing. Yeah, that's wild. I mean, I mean, for a while, you know, even ten years ago, we had seasons right here in Southern California. You know, the, the joke was that you had to dress in layers because you start cold, but then it gets warm in the middle of the day, and it got cold again at night. Uh, mm-hmm. But now, I mean, with everything going on right now, um, I say the last ten years, no, it hasn't. I mean, we we if we get rain two three times a year, it's, it's a lot. You know, wow. it's, it's in, yeah, it, it's definitely changed our climate mm. up here. Mm. Of course, yeah. it has. It has. Yeah. Um, well, good. But yeah. Well, I uh, I I got your results from the test that I that I sent you. Mm-hmm. Okay, so so thank you for playing along. And uh, <laughs> so I got I got some stuff that I want to share with you. Okay, let's have okay. it. So okay, so this is a continuation of the topic of that we started last week. You know, to answer the question when people say, you know, you need to learn to love yourself, right? Uh, yes. In, in order to not become dependent, in order to to have the the healthy emotional attachment, and not to have, not to be dependent or codependent, right? We need to right. learn to take care of our own needs. That's that's yeah. that's the root of all of this. So, um, and even like I was having a conversation with a client of mine this week, how the struggle because a lot of people do believe that uh, that you have that, that whoever you're with is responsible to take care of your needs. People truly believe that. You know, uh, and, and, okay. and they get angry. They get angry when that doesn't happen because mm. they have this irrational idea that, no, you're supposed to make me happy. You're supposed to satisfy. And if you're not meeting my needs, then why are we together? Oh, you know, boy. People, people struggle with that. And, 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 and when I was challenging her on that concept, she's like, but, you know, I see people from church. I see couples together. And, you know, that's what they say, that you're supposed to take care of each other's needs. And I, I, I know she wasn't lying because as a culture, that's what they're selling us. That's what they're telling us, you know. Mm. And, uh, but then we find out that it, that gets us into trouble, and then they come back to us saying, well, now you need to learn to love yourself. And we are like, okay, well, what does that look like? Right. Right? Yeah. Um, so that's what we are here. Um, so – in, that, in an attempt to explain ways how can we learn to love ourselves, there is this concept that I use called love languages that, that was developed by uh, this guy, Gary Chapman. And mm-hmm. he developed it years ago. And like I said, I've been using this concept a lot, uh, not only in romantic relationships, but uh, parents with children at work. You know, uh, it can be applied in many different settings. No. Uh, so when you took the test, uh, so the, the concept, uh, this guy came up with this concept saying that uh, people communicate in love languages. And according to him, there is five basic love languages. 
Okay, um, and I'm, I'm going to explain to you, I'm going to use you as an example to explain all of them, okay, okay. based on your results. Um, okay. But, uh, but I'm, I'm just going to name them right now, and then we're going to mm-hmm. go over your results, because I want, I want to hear what you think you, uh, your love language is, and then we're going to go into detail as far as what, you, you know, what it is and what does that mean. Okay. So th- these are the five love languages. Uh, so we have words of affirmation, okay, words of affirmation. Mm-hmm. We, have, uh, we have quality time. Uh, we have gifts. We have acts of service. Mm-hmm. And we have physical touch. Mm. Okay. So these are the five love languages that we all communicate. And, again, we all communicate one or another, or sometimes we are bilingual or more, you know, mm-hmm. we speak more than one language. Okay, yeah. so with with out of those five, what do you think? How do you think you're like now? What do you think was your leading love language? Oh, acts of service. Said. Okay, so you put yours as acts of service first. Okay. Yep, and then, and then I think my second all... language would be um, the personal touch one. Personal touch. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. The other three, I Good. really don't care about. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Okay. Well, now let me tell you. Okay. Well, let me tell you what what you came up with. Okay. Actually, you're leading, and it was a there was a, it was a, it was a big shift. It was a big difference, a separation. Your love language came back as quality time. Oh, really? You came up with yeah. Out of the thirty uh, questions, you answered twelve quality time. Wow. Interesting. And and then yes, you're right on the other ones. Uh, acts of service and physical touch were seven and seven. Wow, quality so time. Well, were, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So though, and so and now I'm gonna explain right now what quality time is and how, how you know maybe that might help you understand like oh okay, this is mm-hmm. your love language okay. And then you're right. Uh, words of affirmation. Uh, yeah, you only have three. So that was a very far. And then the last one was gifts. One. You got yeah, that one. one. <laughs> so, yeah. I don't need a thing in the world. I really don't. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. But the gift so, of time, you know, the gift of time uh-huh. and talking with someone, that's a gift right. to me. I don't need Correct. stuff. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. So now we're going to go into detail what they mean, each one. Okay. Okay. So let's talk about quality time. All right, uh, starting with us, that's your leading one. So when it comes to quality time, nothing says I love you like full undivided attention, okay? Uh, being mm-hmm. there for, for somebody, for this person is critical. But really being there, you know, mm-hmm. with a TV off, forking knife down, all chores and tasks on standby makes this person really, truly special, okay, and, and loved. That on the sense. same token, on the same, distractions, postponed dates, or failure to listen can really uh, uh, can be hurtful to this person. Yes. Okay. So, so the same language that makes somebody love, it can also hurt the, this person. Okay. So, mm-hmm. what does this mean? It means giving somebody undivided attention. That doesn't mean sitting on the couch watching TV together. You know, it, it means taking a walk, just the two of you, going out to eat and looking at each other while talking, 
Mm-hmm. No, uh, time is a strong communicator of love in this one. The love language of quality time has many dialects, actually, within that. Okay? It can look many okay. different ways. Uh, one, of the, one of the comments of this one is quality of conversation. So this is something that I talk to a lot of people that, uh, you know, a lot of people, they, they do believe that they're great listeners or they're great communicators, but that's not the case. You know, um, what does it really mm-hmm. mean to listen to somebody? What does it mean? What does it really mean to communicate something to somebody? There is some mm-hmm. things that that we have to do to make to make that point across. Okay, mm-hmm. um, these people, uh, you know, if you share something deep with this person, uh, is very meaningful. Sharing their thoughts and feelings with this person that's very meaningful. Uh, yeah. A relationship with this person calls for sympathetic listening with a view of understanding the other person's desires. So what does that mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If somebody's going to listen to you, you, when you feel hurt, when you actually somebody listens to you, you feel loved. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Uh, on the same token, if you're having a conversation with somebody and you feel like they're just blowing you off or you're trying to get over with, that's very hurtful to you. Yes, that's true. Okay. In uh, this one, uh, you're open to receiving advice, but only when you ask for it. You don't, uh, and, but when somebody tries to give you advice in a condescending manner, that's actually oh. more hurtful to you. <laughs> that's dangerous. <laughs> there you go. Okay. There you go. Okay. Uh, so, again, that's, why, so that's, that's very important to you. And you like to, uh, you enjoy having that one-on-one conversations with your friends. Yes, I do. You know, uh, especially when when they are when you know they're busy and they actually do make time. You know, that's that that to you. Wow, they're sacrificing right their time to be with you. Okay, mm-hmm. um, I'll, I'll I think I don't know if I share the story with you, but uh, about this one client who uh, she offered. to she came to me because she was very upset with her sister and uh, because it was a sister's birthday and she offered the sister to take her out to lunch for her birthday. Mm-hmm. And the sister was very excited and everything was great. Um, at, the, at the very last minute, my client's husband uh, got off work early and, you know, they had the husband and my client, um, you know, he had a good relationship also with his sister-in-law, my client's sister. So mm-hmm. they thought nothing of it, saying, hey, you know, I'm, I'm taking my sister out for lunch for her birthday. you want to join us? Uh, he said, sure, I'll go with you guys. Uh, so when they went to lunch, my client felt like the sister seemed a little bit bothered. And she was upset because of, like, you know, how ungrateful of her were taking her out to lunch. And he felt like she was being grateful. So mm-hmm. what do you think, why, why was my client's sister upset? Well, because she didn't have her sister's undivided attention. Exactly. It wasn't so much about the the lunch. It was about she wanted that one-on-one time with her sister. Yes. You see that? And when that didn't happen, then that that actually bothered her. Yeah. Well, it would bother me too. So I get it. There you go. Okay? So So that's your leading love language. So. If somebody asks you, hey, what do you want for your birthday? Now that you know this is your love language, what do you think you would ask? Instead of saying, I don't know, 
Well, I would say let's go out for dinner or out for lunch or meet for appetizers. Yeah, just the two of us. But that's the key part. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't like a crowd. I don't need I don't need a crowd. So there you go. So again, so and hopefully whoever asks you will listen to that and they'll go with it. Yeah. Okay. And then and that's so that's that's so that's your leading love language, quality time. Interesting. On the on yeah, the same well, talking, that's that's how you show love. Okay, so you're very more likely to give your time to somebody. You are willing to mm-hmm. stop everything you're doing just to listen oh, to yeah. somebody because that's how you that's that's what comes comes natural to you. That's true. Yes, I believe. Yeah, that's I, I, that's true. Mm-hmm. Okay. Perfect. Uh, all right. So good. Uh, so, any questions about that? No, but you know, now that you've explained it, it it does make sense because I'm, you know, I we're not big birthday people in my family. When I was growing up, when you're a kid, it's different. But as adults, right. you know, I'd I'd rather have a phone conversation with my brother, and then I'll call mm-hmm. the other brother and have a phone conversation with him. You know, I don't even need a greeting card. But yeah. to have a nice, you know, twenty-minute, hour, whatever conversation with my brother, I'd like to have that mm-hmm. instead. So that makes sense. There you go. So not only the conversation, but you enjoy—I mean, you do enjoy the conversation part of it, but also the undivided attention. It's just the yeah. two of you spending time together. Yep. Right. Yep. Yep. So then we move on to your next two. Uh, so that's so you got twelve out of thirty on that one. So the next two are equal. Seven and seven, uh, acts of service and physical touch. So let's talk about acts of service. Okay. Okay. Uh, what is so? What does that look like? What is the, you know, what does that look like? Oh, and then obviously, so we're going down the list right now, and then at the end we're going to talk about how can how can we use these love languages to take care of ourselves? Because right now right the way I'm explaining it is in a in a you know, in a relationship setting, right? Mm-hmm. But then mm-hmm. ultimately we also want to learn how can we use these love languages to do it for ourselves. Right. Okay. Um, okay, so acts of service. So question, right, can vacuuming the floors really be an expression of love? Of course, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Anything you do to ease the burden of responsibilities weighing on someone uh, as an act of service will speak volumes. Right. Okay. The person then this one that the word they want to hear the most is let me do that for you. On the same token, laziness, broken commitments, and making more work for them will tell this person that their feelings don't matter. Right. Okay. So these people hurt them being feeling taken for granted. Right. Okay. Yeah. When they feel like people are taking advantage of them. Oh, I don't like that at all. <laughs> there you go. Okay. People who speak this love language seek to please their partners by serving them, to express their love for them by doing things for them. Actions mm-hmm. such as cooking a meal, setting a table, washing the dishes, sorting the bills, walking the dog, or dealing with the landlord are all acts of service. They require thought, planning, time, effort, and energy. Mm-hmm. Now, does that ring a bell with uh, what you did for your husband's birthday? Uh, yeah, 
Yeah, I mean. Remember, you got in the puppy, right? I got him a puppy. Boy, did I get him a puppy. Uh, <laughs> right. Um, but that, that requires thought, planning, time, effort, and energy, right? Mm-hmm. And money, yeah. <laughs> and money, right. That, so that took all of that. Because that's, that, that's what you love language. That came natural to you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, if done with a positive spirit, they are indeed expressions of love. Now, again, uh, that doesn't mean to become a doormat, right? Or do things out of guilt or resentment, right? No, right. Nobody should ever be a doormat, okay? Right, yeah. Uh, so, doing something for your spouse or somebody, you know, uh, that, that know that they would like for you to do, cooking a meal or washing dishes, right? We have to listen to them. They're going to say, oh, I, I didn't get to do that. Oh, I'm tired, Right. If we if we listen, they're going to say things to us, and then we just have to jump on that. The hard part on this one is that that may be something that we don't want to do either, mm, right? But that's, yeah. So there's a difference between what they need us to do and what we want to do, right? That's, so we, we need to get out of that mindset of like, well, I'm only going to do for you what I feel like doing. That's not really, right? A sacrifice. Yeah, that's. Not really helpful, no. Okay. Uh, now, if this is if, if somebody you're with, that's their primary love language. Nothing speaks loudly as these acts of service. Okay. You might you might you know give them quality time, words of affirmation about what they're thinking. Okay. Or you might want you know talk to them, but no, you need to. This is more about actions. In this case, actions speak louder than words. Okay. Mm. Um, in this case, actions truly speak louder than words. Right. Now, if we if you find out that whoever you're with, that's their love language, right? Or if if your partner has nagged you <laughs> about doing something, <laughs> right? <laughs> that, then we need to pick up on that, right? Because if they're nagging you, that means like, hey, you know, I need your help here. Right? I, just, right? I feel taken for granted. And you know doing that, that's actually making feel not love. Mm-hmm. Okay? So that's acts of service. Any any questions about this one? No, no, no. I, I mean, I have a perfect example. We had um, some friends mm-hmm. of ours from out of state kind of come through on their way out west, and then they were coming back like a month later. They were taking a month vacation. And on their way mm-hmm. back, I said, hey, when you get here, you know, I cook, we got a home-cooked meal and laundry services and hot showers because they're in an RV for a month. Mm-hmm. And um, I love making dinner for people. I could cook for 60. It doesn't matter. But um, so, yeah, they were in the – they were had to work on a few things while they were here for a couple of days and managed to mm-hmm. – get some stuff fixed and get their laundry done and have some hot showers and some home-cooked meals, and it was wonderful. I just, I loved that kind of stuff. Got it. There you go. Perfect, because that's your love language. Mm-hmm. Okay. Perfect example of that. Now, the next one that was uh, also seven, uh, physical physical touch. Okay. Uh, now, unfortunately, uh, when people think of this love language, automatically people think about sex. 
Okay. I hope not. But that's whatever <laughs> <laughs> we come we still think about physical touch. But that's not. Remember like we talked about the other one, within every love languages there is different dialects. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh so sexual intercourse is just one of the dialects of this love language. Mm-hmm. Okay? Uh, holding hands, kissing, embracing, back rubs, or even a, a, an, an arm around the shoulder. These are all ways of expressing love by physical touch. Gotcha. Uh, touches might be explicit and call for your full attention, such as like a back rub, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Or they can be implicit and require only a moment, such as such as putting your hand on somebody's shoulder. Right. You know, as you, as you put in a, so some of them are obvious, some are, some of them are very subtle. Right. Okay. Here's the kicker, though. A person whose primary love language is physical touch, they're, they're, surprisingly, they're not very touchy. Okay? Uh, mm. So, because, no, hugs, pats on the back, holding hands and thoughtful touches in the arms, shoulders, um, Thus, they can all be ways to show excitement, concern, care, and love. Mm-hmm. Physical, physical presence and accessibility are crucial. So in this one, for example, uh, if somebody's going through a difficult time, right, and physical right. touch, you, you being there physically for them. Oh, gotcha. That, okay. That, you see that? No, no. Yeah. You, over the phone saying, hey, I'm here with you. What, you know, what can I do for you? Mm-hmm. That's one way to show them love. Mm-hmm. You see that? Yeah. Uh, so this person who's this love language, neglect or abuse, can, uh, or can, on the other hand, can be very unforgivable and destructive. Yeah, well, that makes sense. Okay. Uh, holding hands, kissing, hugging. Uh, these are all lifelines for the person whose physical touch is the primary love language. With it, they feel secure in their partner's love. Love touches don't take much time, but they do require a little thought, especially if this, is your, if this isn't your primary love language. So for somebody who didn't grow up in that environment, right, some people, mm-hmm. depending where you grew up, some families are not, it's very awkward for them to give mm, hugs yeah. or touch, Right. Well, that's your, if that's your love language, then that's something that you have to learn, but it can be very awkward, right? Right. Um, so this is something that if it's something that you didn't grow up with, but something that you have to learn. Sitting close to each other as you watch TV requires no additional time, but communicates your love for the other person. Mm, Touching okay. each other when you leave the house, so for, uh, you know, or when you return, might involve only a brief kiss, but it speaks volume. For example, right. uh, uh, you know, you, your husband is leaving the house, right? And you guys are talking right. and he's saying goodbye, but he just walks out the door. He doesn't give you a kiss goodbye. That mm. might actually bother you. It does. <laughs> because because or, that's your love language. Or it would. You know, it would. So, yeah. Right. Right. You know what I mean? It, it would throw you off because you'd be right. like, wait a minute, right? Right. So, so what's going on here? Even when they come back, right? They can say, hi, how was your day? But a simple hug or a, a kiss. You see, that? that's, that's, how, that's how you feel like, oh, okay, you're home. There's a right. connection. Okay. Right. Uh, physical touch can make or break a, a relationship. 
to the spouse whose primary love language is physical touch, nothing is more important than your tender touches. You may give them mm. words of affirmation, right? I love you and you're amazing, or gifts, but nothing, for to this person, nothing communicates love but physical touch. Right. Just like reaching for, okay. reaching for somebody's hand or, or a hug, right? Or, or snuggling. Mm. Mm-hmm. That speaks volumes, okay? On the other hand, you know, uh, when marriages, uh, they experience a crisis, or disapp- and disappointments are part of life, right? Uh, there's right. More, the most important thing you can do for this person to show love, right, is a hug, right? To this person, for example, when you're upset, right, um, about something, you're really upset about something, to you more than just, hey, it's going to be okay hanging there, right? If your husband mm-hmm. wants to just say, hey, come here, l- l- let, me, let me give you a hug, let me hold you. That to you will mean that much more. Oh, it would be huge. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Right. So to somebody who has this love language, a hug in a, you know, in a time of crisis is worth more than a thousand words. Right, it is. Okay. Well, I guess it all makes sense then. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, so, again, physical, so this love language uh, is limited only by your imagination. It can be a, sim- a, a, a kiss when you get in the car, right? Or a hug, mm-hmm. okay, uh, before you go shopping. Uh, actually, it might put the, this person in a better mood, Okay. But some people say, okay, what if I'm not a toucher? I didn't grow up in a touchy-feely family, right? Well, just like any other language, you can learn, right? It can start with a pat on the back or putting your hand, you know, on their shoulder, on their leg, right? Right. Um, All these languages can be learned, okay? And, yes, we grew up with our, our strong language that we all have, but the good news is, you can learn just like you learn to, you know, just like somebody can learn to speak Spanish or French or, or Chinese or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, all these languages you can learn to speak. Okay. okay. Well, I guess, so I guess it all makes sense. No, it makes sense because mm-hmm. I'm not a gift mm-hmm. person. And, mm-hmm. I, you know, right. I really don't care if you – it makes me uncomfortable if people comment on my appearance. Uh, whether okay. in an affirmative mm-hmm. vein or a negative way, I, you know, it just it makes me uncomfortable. It always has, right. and so um, I don't I don't need any more stuff. Let's talk about words of affirmation, right? So that's that's again that's that's not your strong language, uh, but just for the sake so people know, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, words of affirmations, uh, just like with quality time or um, physical touch. In this case, actions don't always speak louder than words. Okay? Uh, if this is somebody's love language, unsolicited compliments mean the world to them. Hearing the words, I love you, are important. Hearing the reasons behind that love sends them, you know, their spirits skyward. Uh, on the same token, insults can leave them shattered, and they can be easy, not easily forgotten. Mm. Verbal compliments or words of appreciation are powerful communicators of love for this person. If somebody's mm. love language, there's a difference between encouraging and nagging. 
you know, obviously you have every right to voice. If you're asking, you're, 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 you don't know, if you're not happy about something, right? Uh, if you need your partner to do something, you, you have to speak up, right? Mm-hmm. But there's a difference between I'm going to nag you about it or I'm going to try to encourage you, right? There's a reason why you're not doing it. If I, if I ask you once, if I ask you twice and you're still not doing it, then I need to figure out why it's really going on. Because if I just keep bringing it up, it just becomes a nag. Mm-hmm. And nobody likes to be there on the receiving end no. of that. Well, nobody likes, mm-hmm. nobody likes to nag to begin with, and nobody likes to be on the receiving end. No. Right? True. So we have to So we have to find out what's keeping this person from doing it, right? Uh, people tell me all the time, oh, because that person is lazy. That's actually too simple of an answer. That's not true. There's a, it's actually deeper than that. There's actually something going on there. Okay, so we need to find out what is keeping this person from doing the one thing that I'm asking them to do. Mm. Okay. Um, yeah. Again, the power of the tongue, right? We're using humble words. Uh, they said that uh, I know there's a good quote that I that I read about Mark from Mark Twain saying, um, "I can live for two months on a good compliment." Now, with that being said, I don't know about anybody that can live on six compliments a year. You know, it's like, okay, wow, right? That's a little bit tough. Uh, so, so especially if this somebody, this is their love language, they love to be complimented, not because they're needy per se, but, you know, if, if you acknowledge, just going to, hey, thank you for doing that. I appreciate that. That fills them up. Mm. On the same token, if they get only they get put down, right, that hurts their feelings that much more. It makes them feel yeah. not loved. Right. Okay. Um, let's see here. Uh, now, also, it's not what you say, it's how you say it, right? For somebody who oh, has yeah. this love language, you have to be really careful how you come across. Okay? If Again, if this is somebody's love language, you know, they're going to take it to heart. Okay, you you have to be very mindful. I'm not saying walk on eggshells, right? I'm not saying right. always worry, but just be mindful of how you talk how you talk to them. Mm. Okay. Um, all right. So that's that. Now, on the last but not least, uh, gifts. Right. Now, when people think of gifts, uh, unfortunately. This is a tough language because automatically people think like, okay, you're just being materialistic, okay? And that's not true. That's not, true. That's not what this language is all about, okay? Uh, the, the receiver of gifts thrives on the love, the thoughtfulness, the effort put behind the gift. They don't care about the value or as far as the monetary value, okay? The, I don't know if you know people that, you know, if you bring him, so you go on a trip and you bring him a little token, a souvenir, these people will be, they'll, they'll love it. They'll put it up on display. Oh, I see. Because to them, you put thought into it. You know, uh, if somebody, this is their love language, um, you happen to mention, oh, you know what? I, I, I saw that somewhere. I really like that. And they pay attention to that. And then for your birthday, they went ahead and and got it for you. Oh, I see what you mean. Right? Okay. Yeah. So because that's their love language. 
Okay. Huh. The perfect gift or gesture shows that you're known, that you're cared for, um, that you're priced above whatever was sacrificed to bring the gift to you. Now, on the other hand, a missed birthday, anniversary, or a hasty, thoughtless gift will be disastrous, very, very hurtful. Wow. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. Uh, almost everything ever written on the subject of love indicates that a heart of love is the spirit of giving, right? At the mm. heart of love every, is the spirit of giving. Uh, again, all the five love languages challenge us to give to ourselves. But for some, receiving gifts, visible symbols of love, speaks the loudest. A gift is something that you can hold on in your hand and say, look, he was thinking of me. Right, something something that you can hold, right? Mm-hmm. Or wow, she remembered me. Somebody went on a trip and they came back and brought you something. Mm-hmm. Just no matter what it is, you'll be like, wow, in that moment they actually thought of me. Right. You, you see that? That's that's what yeah. that means. So, hmm. uh, gifts can come in all sizes, colors, and shapes. It's not about how expensive it is, and that's uh, okay. Uh, the individual whose primary love language is receiving gifts, the cost, the cost will matter very little. Okay. Now, there's also intangible gifts that can speak more loudly than something that you can hold in your hands, right? Like we talked about physical touch, right? The physical presence in a time of crisis is one of the most powerful gifts that you can give somebody. Your time, right? When, uh, well, when, yeah. You can, you're, you're giving, the, that's the gift of your time, right? When I know that you were so busy, but you were, you, mm-hmm. you stopped what you were doing, you sacrificed your time to be here with me. That's, mm-hmm. right? That's your, um, Interesting. that to me makes me feel like, wow, that I'll take that as a gift. Right, right. I get it. Okay. So, so those are the love languages. Okay, huh. in general. This, this is when we talk to, when we're dealing with somebody else, right? Uh, so this is twofold. First is to learn it for ourselves. And second, uh, find out somehow if you're able to find out what you're, the person that you're trying to show love to, find out what their love language is and, you, and, and learn their language. Try to show them love in the way they will understand not the way that mm-hmm. you want to show them, but what the, the way they need you to. Okay, and that would be that's in, that would be difficult. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah. I'm just sitting here trying to think of my at least my husband, and think, yeah. well, maybe, well, maybe, well, that's probably. I don't have yeah. any idea. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, yes. Other than giving them the actual test, right? <laughs> Say, hey, take this test, right? There is actually another way you can do this. You can try all this. Believe it or not, trying in some level, and I want you to pay attention to his reaction. Mm-hmm. So go down the list, right? Do some, spend some quality time, just the two of you, and see how he reacts, right? Then do something for him uh, without him asking. Pay attention to what he's been trying to do, he's been asking, do it. See how he reacts, mm-hmm. right? Maybe become a little bit more affectionate physically, right? See how he reacts mm-hmm. to that. Uh, so, and maybe start using words. 
hey, I miss you. I thought of you, right? I love you. Right. Or just thinking about you. I want to say hi. Uh, or or just, hey, I, I was in the stores. Uh, you know, I thought of you. It's here. If you go down the list and then you start paying attention to how they react, people mm-hmm. will let you know. Sometimes it's going to be more obvious than others, but people will show you. you you'll see their reaction. They'll be like, oh, wow, thank you. Oh, wow, it's so nice of you. You haven't met my husband. <laughs> you don't get the, oh, wow, thank you. It's not, it's not, it, it probably won't be that obvious, but you, you, are, you will be able to pick up a change in reaction. And it's not going to, I'm not saying do it once, right? And expect mm-hmm. you might have to try it more than once. But you will, you will pick up on one, you know, or how about asking him, hey, what does he normally, have you asked him, when you ask him, hey, what would you like to do for your birthday? Or what would you want for your birthday? Have you asked him that? Or what, or what did he say? Okay, so this has happened when, you know, because mm-hmm. we've been together since uh, 96, I, th- I don't know, uh, a mm-hmm. while. And mm-hmm. so I don't know anything about mechanic. I mean, I'm not an idiot when it comes to cars, but he's a mechanic by trade a diesel mechanic so um when we the first christmas we were together he gave me a set of tools and we'd only been we'd only been dating for like a month and a half and he gave me this Mm -hmm. incredible set of tools and i was like oh this is awesome because i needed them you know like screwdrivers Uh and wrenches and all that crap and then, so the next year, I said, well, so what do you want for Christmas? You know, because his birthday and Christmas are five days apart. And he's like, well, I can give you a list. And it's complicated shit, like certain particular tool that only does one thing that he only does once every five years. Or a certain part for the race truck or a certain dude. Oh my God. It's just like, how about a pair of cowboy boots? I mean, that I can do. So (laughs) I don't, he makes it so friggin' complicated. It's like, all right, you know what? Let's just go out for dinner. Cause Oh my God. (laughs) Got it. Got you. Do you you really think it's about the gift? Well, I, I don't know, but he is, no. is very elaborate when it comes to no, him giving it's, it's, gifts. If you, put, if you put time and effort to even find one of those, that's what he'll care about. It's not the oh, actual yeah. tool. You see what I mean? Oh. It's not the actual yeah. tool. It's the but fact I that, wow, you're asking the way? Mm-hmm. I'll need assistance to help find this damn thing because I don't know. Which is funny. I mean, I, I know a lot about I know a lot about tools, but I would have to get my son-in-law to actually find okay. the damn thing for me. <laughs> okay, but but, but, that's, but but he'll be he appreciated more the fact that you went through that trouble to get it for him. I'm sure he can get the tool himself. Well, I'm sure he could. But the, the, yeah. But the fact that you went through that. Okay, so that? there's another part to this story, though, Oz, because uh-huh, uh-huh. the. Some, sometimes he really misses the mark when it comes to gifts. Okay. And this uh-huh. was like three three years into our relationship. And we were mm-hmm. having Christmas. And mm-hmm. I, you know what I got for Christmas? This is what I got for Christmas. My girlfriend brings this up all the time because it's absolutely stunning. Just, <laughs> oh, boy. 
stunning, oh boy. right? What did I get for Christmas one year? I got a set of brake pads and ball joints for a truck that I hadn't driven in five years. Okay. All right. And I I looked <laughs> okay. at him. I opened it up. My daughter has her jaw on the floor. It's Christmas morning. <laughs> I'm looking at him, and I said, does it come with installation? <laughs> and Annette was just rolling her eyes because, oh, my God. And I couldn't wait to call okay. Susie and say, well, what'd you get for Christmas? Oh, I got this. What'd you get? And I'm like, brake pads and ball joints. She just dropped the phone. She couldn't believe it. <laughs> so what does that tell you? What is this love language? What was the thought behind um, that gift? Well, apparently I needed the, the parts for this particular truck that I, it was a bronc, a full-size Bronco that I was, I hadn't driven okay. it in five years, but I still owned it. And right. apparently I needed it and it was essential and it was like a safety thing. And I'm like, okay, um, all right. <laughs> this is so why what, I hate what is that? gift so what, giving. Okay, so what, what tells you what, what love language is that? I have no idea. I'm just appalled. Brake pads and bulging. Acts of service. Oh, there you go. Okay. Well, yeah. Yeah, there is that. If you think it it through, right, you need, in his eyes, you needed it. Maybe you didn't bring it up. But in his mind, (laughs) he says, okay, why does does he need to get this car going? I have no idea I needed this stuff. (laughs) Right, 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 right. But, but to him, that's how, being a mechanic, that's what he figured out you needed. Yeah, and he can write it off, you know. Because well, well, okay, just... I mean, we, can, we can analyze all that stuff, but in, in, his, in, his, in his heart, in his mind, right? Yeah. He needed something, right? So that's where we need to be careful because even though you both speak, you know, acts of service being your love language, I can see that, right? Uh, but the fact is no what is no what I want to give you is what you need from me. That's the no, difference. I, right? Okay. Remember, remember what I said earlier? Right? Mm-hmm. So we have to listen to what the other person wants us to get him. You see that? That's yeah, where he want... needs the mark. He, he, his heart was in the right place, but that's not what right. he needed from him. Right. Yeah. So, well, he, he did read. Well, he yeah, good intentions, but he did re- redeem himself. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, this was probably ten years ago. Mm-hmm. He we spent the the whole Christmas week into New Year's up at our cabin in Wisconsin. It was wonderful. It was just the two of us. We had fabulous food. We brought the cat with us the whole bit. This is before we and had the dog. And, and you love that oh, wife because that's your love language. Well because it's time and all that stuff and we it was just mm-hmm. wonderful it was snowing it was yeah. great and and then yeah. what does he do uh-huh. he gives me a christmas present and we said like no gifts this year and this year he gave me a christmas <laughs> present and you know what it was this time it was not car parts but it was the most beautiful yeah. pair of diamond earrings you've ever seen in your life oh look at that okay yeah got it yeah there you go. Yeah. Now, how you mentioned? How, how you mentioned? How, how you mentioned that before? No. I mean, you I, never I, mentioned I guess, that. No, no, no. I did because um, one of the gals I worked with, her husband's a jeweler, and we would be like, "Oh, mm-hmm. wouldn't it be great?" And I had stuff that I had to like trade in for it, and 
he would he would mm-hmm. make this stuff and so I had mm-hmm. I'd given this guy a lot of my old jewelry that had like diamonds and rubies and all this crap and he but mm-hmm. what he did is he took all that and like mm-hmm. took the value of it and these mm-hmm. earrings are stunning I mean they're mm-hmm. I couldn't believe yeah. it I couldn't believe Wonderful. it couldn't believe it Wonderful. and he says well I hope that'll do you for another twenty years because I'm like no 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 that's fine. <laughs> I don't want any more. I mean, I didn't even get like a huge engagement ring from him or anything because I don't like I don't like all that big flashy stuff. But these earrings were just perfect. Oh my gosh! I love it. I love it. Again, that's 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 what I'm talking about. The intent behind it, right? Yes. Uh, Again, and so he did all those things without realizing that he was speaking to your love language. Mm-hmm. Okay, but if, mm-hmm. if we can find a way to say, you know, what I mean, this is a, this is the manual, right? This is what, mm-hmm. and we're not gonna get it right every single time. Of course, I get that. Right. But if we can, we can follow it in some level. You know, life will be that much easier. Yeah. Now, with that being said, a lot of people struggle with this because it's it's, it's easier when it's your love language. Perfect. Is more difficult when it's not your love language. Yeah. So that means boy. that you have to learn another love language. So, mm. so what does that look like to us, right? At an individual level, right? So quality time. So now, now that you know that's your love language, how can you show yourself love, knowing that quality time is your love language? What do you think? Um. Okay. So I do this. You know, I I read every single night before I go to sleep. You know, it's just you me and the okay. me alone in the bedroom with you mm-hmm. know a light on, and I I read for forty five minutes just to kind of power down. Or I'll go to the movies by myself. I love doing that. Oh, I love that. I love that. Yep. There you go. Yeah, because not go. everybody wants mm-hmm. to watch the movie I want to watch. So to, okay, fine, I'll go watch it myself. I've got a car and money. I can do that. Uh, see, uh, um, that's that's wonderful. You see that? That's that's what I'm talking about right there. You take care of yourself. You take care of your yeah. own needs. It would be, be so easy for you to be like, no, somebody else has to take me to the movie, right? Somebody has no. to do that. No, you decide to learn, no, I want to go to the movies, so I'll go. Yeah, and I do. If somebody I wants do. to come, great, but if they don't, that's perfectly okay too, right? Right, right. I don't have to be with somebody to enjoy myself at the movie. There you go. And that's yeah. what I'm talking about right there. That's so so you take care of your quality. that's your quality time. A lot of people they, they see that as weird, like saying, What, you do things by yourself? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's your quality yeah. time. You you if that's your love language, you have every right to do that. There's nothing wrong with it. Doesn't mean it doesn't mean that you have to do everything with the person you're with. You know? Right. Yeah. especially if it's your love language. It's perfectly okay to I'm now you're not single anymore, right? That's what I tell people. It doesn't mean that you're gonna go and go away every weekend, right? And that's not <laughs> no, because you're you're in a relationship. Uh, but once in a while, you have to feed your own self, and it's perfectly okay to to spend that time by yourself reading, right? That's that's mm-hmm. your quality mm-hmm. time. Perfect. Yeah. Now, acts of service. Yep. That that being another love language, right? Okay. Um, so no, no, no. What what does that mean? How can you? How can you feed yourself? How can you love yourself? If that's your, that's another strong love language for you, acts of service. Okay, so I used to be a nail tech, a nail, you know, manicurist. Uh-huh. So um, mm-hmm. I would do my own pedicure. I mean, I can, 
I can mm-hmm. still reach my feet. I can't see them very well, but I can reach them. Or uh-huh. you know, give well, or give myself a manicure. Or um, yeah. when I used to col- when when I colored my hair, I don't do that anymore either. But mm-hmm. um, you know, I do my own little spa day type of thing. Mm-hmm. Right. And um, uh- or make myself my my favorite food or. You know, and that's not go. hard because I'll eat just about anything. So, uh, yeah. perfect. I, per, again, perfect examples of that. The issue that I, that I see people with this love language is that again, these people love to de- help others, right? But in, in that process, they they forget to do it for themselves. They're, these people they fall into that, like you know, because they're they're so willing to give love, and they're and hoping that somebody will return the favor. Uh, mm. But that, that's not always the case. Uh, right. If somebody does something for you, that's wonderful, right? I, I always said, you know, if I come home to a cooked meal, that's wonderful. But if I come home and there is no food, I'll be okay because I know how to make my right. own food. Yep. Right. Um, so, so that's that's the difference between, you know, being self-sufficient and taking care of your own needs, or depending on somebody else to do it. Right. Um, so that's perfect example. Okay, it would be nice if somebody does it for you, but you're fully aware that you can do it for yourself and you do it for yourself. Yes, you I do. You take care of that for yourself. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. Physical touch, that's another one for you. That's another strong love language, right? So so what would be a good way for you to show yourself some love and with this love language? What do you think? Um, well, I mean... This is kind of weird, but I give myself a foot massage to kind of. Oh, you just read my mind. You just read my mind. Oh, really? <laughs> no, I, I do that a lot. Yeah. I mean, because yeah. you know, I'm on my, I'm not on my feet as much as I used to be, but I have mm-hmm. problems with my feet, and I have, I know yeah. what I need to do because I used to be a nail mm-hmm. tech, and pedicures were a part right. of my business, and I thought, well, right. I know what I have to do to right. release the tension in mm-hmm. my feet. Perfect. Again. That's yep. a perfect example. You know, give yourself, you know, like if you were to also give your, go get yourself a massage, right? Mm-hmm. That's an extra service for you. And also, uh, you know, there's a physical touch. Right, right. Right? So there's different different ways to do this. Perfect. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's perfect. Okay, give yourself a foot rub, you know. Yeah. Uh, get Brushing yourself my some, hair. Uh, brush, oh. Definitely, yeah, definitely. Give yourself. Oh, what about a uh, 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 a good like a hot bath? You know, well, even yeah. if you're into that, but to some people, I mean, that's you know, some quality time thrown in there. You know, give yourself a nice some some salts thrown in there, and give you that's your quality time, and give yourself a nice bath. Yeah, right? that would work. To go for yep. into, or what about even just standing in the shower a couple more minutes longer? Uh, just with a hot shower, just to help you release. Yeah. Okay. Yep. I can do so, that. Yeah. So, so that's so those those are things that you can take care of yourself. It'll, obviously, it will be nice if somebody else gives you a, a foot rub or a massage. We get that. Mm-hmm. But if they, but it doesn't happen, you know, you can take care of it for yourself. Right. Okay. So that that's perfect. Uh, for somebody who words of affirmation is their love language. Right? Again, we are our worst critic. Okay? So we have to be really careful what we, you know, they say that 
we are the people that we, who we talk to ourselves the most. But we have to be really careful how we speak, how we talk to ourselves. Okay. People are not even aware yeah. of how they talk to themselves, what words they say. So, so we have to learn. Okay, right. I give myself TED talks all the time. I pray all the time. You know, I talk to myself through stuff because that's to me that's my that's my leading love language, words of affirmation. Uh, so I and I know that. So I'm very careful. You know how I talk to myself and how I you know a TED talks and then whenever I read something. Well, you know, yeah, I, I put a lot I put a lot of merit into that because you know for many many years I was self conscious mm-hmm. about my appearance and my manner, mm-hmm. and right. I it started to kind of like wear on me that I was the tall mm-hmm. skinny girl that I don't mm-hmm. know it was just it was weird and you know you start hearing things enough from other people you right. start believing it and right. you start repeating it right and that's yeah. not a good thing so you know what it's just I am the way I am. I'm tall. I don't look my age. And you know what? I have gray hair. So get over it. I'm not changing myself right. anymore to fit you. Right. right. So, so, yeah, thank you. Thank you for sharing that. And, again, that's what people need to learn, okay? Words of affirmation. If somebody talks to you nice, great, but it doesn't happen, you're okay because yeah. you need to talk yeah. to yourself. You need to, you know, yeah. give yourself those, look at yourself in the mirror and give yourself those spectacles and remind yourself how amazing you are, right? If that's if that's mm-hmm. your love language. Mm-hmm. And last but not least, gifts. Uh, if that's somebody's love language, okay, it's okay to treat themselves once in a while. Remember, we, gifts is not about expensive stuff, right? Okay? <laughs> it's, not about, it's, not, it's not even about spending money. Okay, doing something sure. for yourself, maybe a project at home, right? Maybe, you know, give yourself that gift, okay, of loving yourself, mm-hmm. okay? Um, a lot of people get so caught up in like, oh, that, you know, I don't have money to do things. I get it. I'm not naive. In an ideal world, you know, money will get you stuff, but that's no reality, you know? Right. Uh, because if you're not happy inside, not a amount of money is going to make you happy. Right. Oh my gosh. Money, money, money will solve a lot of my problems. Again, I'm not being naive, right? right? Because not having it does cause a lot of stress, and that's the truth. Yes. Yes. But 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 we have to be aware of that. That if you get to a point in your life where you where you're grateful, right? When you're happy with what you have, and even though it's not a lot, uh, you know, money just becomes. Some, it has a different meaning, okay? Um, so give yourself that gift, right? Uh, save money if you want something. Uh, uh, you know, give yourself the gift of time. Give yourself the, you know, the gift of taking care of yourself. How about that? You know, changing your lifestyle, dieting. That's a gift. Getting enough sleep. That's a gift. Yeah. You know, give yourself, give yourself that gift. Right, so gifts can look many different ways. So to wrap things up, um, we can, you know, we can definitely help whoever we're with, right, to know our love language. So hopefully they'll listen and they'll speak to us in our love language. Uh-huh. Uh huh. We, we can help. We can learn somebody else's love language, whether it's our children, our partner, 
or whatever, our friends, okay, uh -huh. and try to trying to learn their language. Um, but ultimately, we also need to do it for ourselves. Okay, we cannot depend on anybody else to take care of our needs. Our needs is our responsibility and our responsibility only. That's it. Oh boy. You know, and uh, and if we don't even know how to take care of them, how can we expect somebody else to do so? Right. That's not. It just yeah. doesn't work that way. Well, that's not very fair, is it? I mean. Yeah, but that's a, unfortunately that's how people a lot, a lot not all of everybody obviously, but that's how people go about you know friendships and relationships and whatnot. No, but, I believe uh, that. I've seen it, and it's it's annoying, but yeah. you know. Right. So yeah. So um, any any questions about this? No, but it makes sense now that you explained it. I I wouldn't have mm -hmm. thought. Um. Yeah, I wouldn't have thought all that. I mean, I thought I was purely an active service girl because, you know, I do like to cook and I like to do things yeah. for people and show up when mm -hmm. I need to show up. And and I will yeah. do anyone's laundry. If I'm staying at someone's house, I'll do their laundry. <laughs> yeah. Right. No, again, that's, like, remember, we all speak these languages in some level, okay? Uh, it's uh -huh. just that some languages are more dominant than others. But, you know... Uh, but if somebody gives you a gift, you're going to say thank you. You know, you're not going to be like, oh, sure. no. No. So it's just that which one is more dominant than the others. Um, another uh, last thought, uh, learning a, a new language is very difficult, so people have to be patient with that process. Okay? I don't know I don't know if you have been going through that process of learning a second language. Like I did, I had to learn English as a second language. It takes time. Okay? Uh, and it's not going to come out right for a long time, but practice mm -hmm. makes perfect. <clears throat> and mm -hmm. once you, you know, the more you do it, the more second nature it becomes, right? And, uh, right. and that's, the, that's the idea behind this. First, be aware of your personal love language so you can start loving yourself the right way, okay, in a way that you understand. And second, be able to show love to people in the way they hear it in the way they understand. That makes sense. Okay, what was my first, my dominant love language again? I've already forgotten. Yeah, so yours was quality time. Oh, yeah. And then and then we went to acts of service, physical touch, uh, was a, a second, with seven each. Right. And then uh, words with three and gifts with one. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Time. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense because I, I was spending time with my best friend earlier this week and we just managed mm -hmm. to have a conversation, just the two of us, for like three hours. It was wonderful. That's awesome. That was, that's awesome. Yeah, it was, that's, it was good. That's your love language. Yeah. All right, thing. my friend. Well, I hope this right. answers some of the questions. You know, uh, hopefully the, the listeners, this will help answer some yeah. of the questions. If they, have, if they have more questions about it, please. I look forward to the questions and, you know, uh, any more input, uh, anything else that we can talk, uh, you know, I'd love to go over it. All right. Sounds good. Thank you so much. <laughs> All right, Teresa. We'll talk to you later. Good chatting with you. Take care. Bye-bye. Oh, Bye. You've been listening to I'm Not That Old Lady. My name is Teresa Sayers. 
and I'm your host. I'm the producer. I'm the editor. I'm the mixer. <laughs> I'm the one that tries to find the talent. <laughs> I'm the make, one that makes phone calls. I do it all. And I do it from my living room or my bedroom or my home or wherever I can turn on my phone. It's so easy. You got it. It's fantastic. So I appreciate your time. Uh, keep the emails coming at I'm not that old lady at yahoo.com and uh, be a part of the conversation. Let me know what your questions are and, and how does this information influence you? I think it's important to get everybody's perspective on this. In the meantime, tell somebody about it and show them how to do a podcast or, or at least subscribe to one and preferably mine. So in the meantime, stay safe, wash your hands, wear your mask, and keep listening. Take care.